We got some issues to talk about this week. <laughs> issues. <laughs> What's different? What's different? On just another sports week. podcast, some football issues. Football. You've got plans we've got to talk. No, I'm just kidding, Greg. No, I, I never have plans, Colin. So, Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you. Um, the football issues are that my Browns appear utterly incapable, incapable of winning a game. Well, until do you want to get into that now? Thursday. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, set, let's set the table first, Colin. Josh's Vikings are incapable of winning uh, a game. Escaped with a tie, with a tie in, in Green yeah. Bay after a controversial um, yeah. roughing, roughing, roughing the, pass the passer penalty. Yeah. And Collins Jets, man, they they fell back to earth uh, a little bit on, on Sunday. That's fine. I'll after, take after it. a home loss to the Dolphins, they have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, so I'll so take you're, you're going to ride the highs and the lows of yeah. Sam Darnold this season. So I want to start though with the Vikings game because, Ooh. well, not the Vikings, the Vikings game because all the talk before the season was this helmet rule and this penalty and how's it going to change the game? How's it going to be called? To me, the bigger story so far has been this new roughing the passer change because already the league has apologized to the Browns for screwing up the call in week one, a call that gave the Steelers points that they might not have, four, at least four points that they might not have had otherwise. And now you have this Clay Matthews sack of Kirk Cousins. If you look at the replay, it certainly doesn't seem like roughing the passer. It's a textbook tackle. If you go into any exactly. practice, any football practice, they will teach you how to tackle the way lift <laughs> lift and drive yes. right I mean, right scoop and scoop and drive or whatever the term if, is if that's used. a penalty yeah let's like, get rick connor in here but, to, to, to ask if, if him if that was a textbook tackle and, it was. and i bring this up because it's changing it's already changing the outcomes of games like the browns yeah. tied the steelers in week one had the steelers not scored a touchdown on their very next play after a mistake was made yeah who knows what would have happened the vikings would have lost if 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 that is just called a tackle <laughs> and, and 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 not penalized so so this rule is changing outcomes of games already and, and it, it seems like it's going to be a bigger problem as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's just the roughing the quarterback. Um, the, the attention, the extra attention they're play, paying to that. We haven't even seen the uh, you know the defenseless receiver or not or whatever leading with your head mm-hmm. tackling that ha- that hasn't been an issue yet, but it's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost some some teams games as well. Right. You're just gonna. I think it's just you're, you're just gonna have to get used to it. Like that's not going away. They're only going to add more and more stuff. I think to continue to try to quote unquote you know, safe in the game. Right. But even, even Kirk Cousins, I think he said after the game, he said, um, I I thought it was a fine tackle. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Matthews even put his hand down to like brace himself. Right. Right. right, Exactly. (laughs) I mean, then he put down a pillow in a sleeping bag and it's like, (laughs) here, lay down. Let me gently lay you down. As, as a Vikings fan, my only question is, do you feel that you should have like, are you bothered? Uh, Tons of people, tons of people, Fans online thought they should have won that game. I was honestly, I was like happy that they tied it. They should, well, they should have won eventually because that kid missed a makeable yeah. kick. But yeah. I was, I didn't say I was glad that they tied. I was, I was fine that they tied because they should have lost. They, they really should have. No, I mean, like with that play in mind, like is that, or is it one of those things where you're like, well, oh, okay, well. Um, they play, They called one against Eric Kendricks earlier in the game that was even more egregious. Oh, okay. Against Rodgers, yeah. and it cost. It, it. I think it ended up costing them three points. It was like near the end of the first half. Kendricks went in. Rodgers threw a, a long completion, I think, down the sideline, or maybe it was an incompletion. I can't remember. And Kendricks got called for roughing the passer on what was even 
a lighter hit than Matthews laid on Cousins. So they called it fairly. They mm -hmm. did call it both ways. So that's I was happy to see that with mm -hmm. Kendrick's mind, Kendrick's play in the back of my mind. I still don't think either one of them are penalties. Yeah, so. but but aren't the aren't these rules that are sort of muddying the water of the game and like how it's played and, and these outcomes? Is, aren't they all just overreactions? Like like Tom Brady got hurt back in gosh, it was two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, yeah, so something like that. And then the, sure enough, the next year you have a rule where you can't go at the quarterback's knees. It, it, does this roughing the passer rule even exist if 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 if, 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 if Anthony Barr no. doesn't fall on top of Aaron Rodgers and and, no. and knock him out of a game last I year? I completely agree with that. that's exactly the play that caused it, and the Brady thing was what caused the. It, it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But, like but, the NFL wants these guys to play. Yeah, but 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 you're it's sort of an overreaction though. It's like the, the, this this one this one kind of a freakish flukish play knocked this guy out of the game. I mean injuries are. are uh, and I mean, they're inherent to football. I mean, they're they're going to happen. So we can't legislate injuries out of football. So to me, it seems ridiculous that, that we're even having these discussions about these rules that to me seem like big overreactions. No, no, I, I agree. I don't know what happens, though. It's kind of one of those things. It's Medusa's box. Yeah, right. Like, we, like it's it's, it is there's gonna be there's gonna be more and more rules. They're they're not yeah. gonna stop. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, like you, you, do you see them walking back anything? No, I don't. Yeah. Not not involving quarterbacks certainly yeah. or so offense. It's like it, we can all complain and whine, but I mean, give them flags. Give them a quarterback has a red jersey. Yeah. You said that, yeah, Josh. Yeah, Josh and I got into a spirited debate uh, uh, this week. Hateful uh, debate. Not not hateful. Uh, <laughs> we're we're allowed to disagree from time to time, but um, uh, but Josh is arguing, and and he's certainly right. And about I don't the, wanna, the, This the, isn't what I want to see. Right, right. It's certainly dire the direction you're right about. It's the direction the game is going. Clearly, the quarterbacks will one day be wearing red jerseys and or flags, or flags and, and, or and they'll something. be off limits. You can't touch them. I mean, it's certainly moving in that direction. I mean, this penalty alone shows that it's moving in that direction. And I just think it would change the game sure. completely because you're removing the physical danger from the, from yeah. the quarterbacks. And if they're just free to sling darts all day, then, it, then well, it's, it's, it's a different game. Well, that's what me. the NFL – that's the direction they've been moving in for years. With all of these, all of these rules they've Im implemented against defenders, it is impossible to play defensive back in the NFL. They can't yeah. touch receivers. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really ridiculous – and game after game after game, as much as I love to to watch my team's defense play, I hate those ticky tack. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the you know my team will benefit from those ticky tack offensive or these defensive uh, pass interference penalties. And, and, and now they're making it impossible to play defensive end too. Exactly. You have to like in a split second, you have to f think about how you're going to yeah. bring the quarterback to the ground. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so being a defender in the NFL these days, it's like well, I mean, it's I, I, they, I, they know that high scoring games that's what gets yeah. you ratings. That's that's they want it to be an easy to score league. Well, you, go ahead. I, and I think the crux of the argument that Josh and I were having is how would people and players react to the quarterback wearing the red jersey and the red flag? Josh, I think, believes in, and correct me if I'm mischaracterizing your position, but you think the game would be fine. People just want to see the points, the scoring and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I think player, I think players and fans would, uh, would sort of. There would be a backlash for yeah, sure, for, especially from fans, I think. Right, just because it's not, to me, it's not the same. It's it's changing the game. It's not the same game. And and, that if, and if you're a defensive player in the league, it's like we're not allowed to touch the quarterback now in, in line. I mean, everyone else is exposed to the physical danger, but the quarterbacks, I mean, that that doesn't seem fair either. So. I, think, I think we've talked about this before, um, and I'll bring this up again. Uh, how do you 
institute, you would have to start at the high school, middle school level, right? I thought about that too while so, Greg and I were having this yeah. this argument. So, so it's like, well, if you if you're gonna go and do this eventually, is it like it has baseball? To trickle down. Yeah, and you would have to start it. I don't know. Would you start it before in middle school and high school, and then it would gradually make its way to college, gradually make its way to the NFL? Is it like baseball, aluminum bats and wooden bats, that kind of thing? I I don't know. But if it's an institutional thing, which it is, I think it's a lot harder to just change it. Right now, though, it's just a huge ball of frustration and another failure on Roger Goodell's part. I think I'm I'm really tired of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And how so? Explain. I'm not. I'm, not, well, dis- I'm, not, I'm mean, not disagreeing with you, but but just explain it. It's really hard for me to look at anything good that's happened to the fundamentals of the game since he's been in charge. You know, it, we have the arg- people have the argument all the time, the observation all the time. You care about player safety, then why do you do this? Why do you do that? Third Thursday night football, eighteen game exactly, schedules. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know the hypocrisy that's involved with all of that stuff. And yet they make these rules that that actually does change the base and the fundamentals. I agree with you, Greg. It, it will change fundamentally the way people play football. And yet here we are making the most money we've ever made as a league and we have the best television ratings we've ever had. Yeah, like I was, I was going to say something about Did you guys see <laughs> this is totally off topic, but the NFL made 14 billion dollars last year and, and they've made a big deal out. Uh, out of donating a million dollars to, to um, <laughs> hurricane relief for, I was like yeah. a million. Oh really? Oh, a million. Yeah. It, it is a lot. Like, it, it is a lot of money until you look at what they, yeah. what, what they brought in. Anyway, yeah. so. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. It. It's just, I, 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 I think under his reign, like I can't think of anything good that's happened other than money. And yeah. as, as a viewer or a fan of the sport, you don't care about the money that they make. You don't care about, you know, if business is good, you want to see compelling, product on the well, field speaking of which colin the veteran players are now are, are boycotting they're they're, they're threatening that. to boycott the, yeah. the hall of fame ceremony yeah it's, it's, it's a group led by eric dickerson's mm-hmm. part of it and I don't stuff think that's and, really um, gonna i don't think it'll get gain a foothold yeah. yeah at the same time though what is the nfl's problem <laughs> like yeah. why don't you take care of your own they do ha- they do have um uh retirement um system in place for those people they just uh, they don't think they're getting enough is is what my understanding of yeah. it is. They get a pension. Yeah. Um, they do have options for 401k and whatnot, mm-hmm. but they're not obviously getting a cut, the I, cut that I, they want. I, I think part of it stems from they, they look at what they, they look at what these players yeah. make these days. They look at what the league yeah. is bringing in. Like Eric Eckerson yeah. openly said that Roger Goodell shouldn't be making $40 million, oh, yeah. 40 oh, million yeah. he a did. year. Yeah. So. And these are also the guys that right. helped build right what what it has be, you know right. sort of like what has become so the, 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 what they want is a bigger sh- piece of the pie basically yeah and i think that that's fair because without them they the league wouldn't be where it is today it, it, i mean they it, suffered yeah. through those first two three decades no and, i i completely agree as the, as the pie has gotten bigger they, yeah. they should be entitled to, mm-hmm. a, to a bigger piece so, so 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 i'm so i'm with you guys on that he's so. goodell just seems like a bumbling idiot like he does he doesn't yeah, get he anything right up. he screws everything up he screws punishments up he like and think he continues about getting raises. He continues well because <laughs> he keeps making money. But you could put a monkey in that position, yeah. and the ratings would continue to go up, and they'd continue to be making more money. You know, uh, did you guys see the story in the Washington Post about how nobody goes to Redskins games? Yeah, yeah, I ran the been, various for Lucas column. They've, they've, they've been running paper. them all week. Yeah, like this. I think that's systemic. That could be indicative of a larger problem in the league. I I I don't know that it's nearly as big of a deal or as pleasurable to go see a football game in the stadium as it was 10, 20 years ago. I mean, the Redskins thing is sort of a different 
it's a different monster. They had season. They had sellouts for what fifty-two years or something, and a twenty-year wait for um, supposedly. Yeah, did. supposedly for season tickets, and now they can't get anybody to come, and they keep downsizing the the size of of the the stadium. But people want to watch it at home, and people care about fantasy football, and pe- like. I don't know. Like, do they still it, have it, these it, blackout rules in place? They do. I, 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 I think I think they lifted them because they, they I, because they realized that attendance is becoming a problem, not just with the Redskins, with with, with other teams too. I heard something about the Cleveland uh, New York game blacking out. Well, okay, uh, may, may, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's market to market. But I, I but but here's the choice: like the upper deck tickets at these games are close to a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. I I have friends with season tickets, and they're paying close to a hundred dollars a pop to sit at the top of the stadium. Mm-hmm. You're dealing yeah. with belligerent and drunk fans yeah. potentially well, that's a redskins yeah. thing you, you, you're paying god knows what for parking i mean oh, yeah uh, right that's uh, yeah. The, the weather i mean is it raining is it, is it 10 degrees outside or you could just sit at home on your couch in your nice house on your night watch the game on yeah. your nice flat screen tv have beer in your fridge whenever whenever you want one so you don't drink greg well, mo- most people do though. I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking, not th- and I and I do drink. That, that's not true. Um, but I don't drink like you. <laughs> that's for sure. We should us, have so. that's, you, you know. You have this Chris makes Colin drink beer thing that Chris you guys do. Chris makes Greg drink. We should do yeah. Colin makes Greg drink. Yeah, as an episode. <laughs> as an ep- no. We'll do it the same week we have Jason Fraley on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, uh, well, there's. The, I think it was in one of the Washington Post stories. Like they they priced out two tickets. And if if you wanted to go to a football game, they included like you get a hot dog, you get a one beer per person, you pay for parking, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like buy one souvenir. Bro. Yeah, it, it was something like five hundred and twenty six dollars or something for two people for the the cheapest ticket there. Like that. That's insane. I've never met. I can probably safely say this and I don't think it's revisionist history. I don't think I've met a fan of a professional sports team more loyal and passionate than you josh uh, when with you are with the vikings i mean just like going back through my life and you when i ask you about will you go see the vikings when they play washington which is happening you can't believe that i I cannot believe that you will not go that 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 really speaks volumes it's just it's it's I'm so comfortable at home watching it, and it's just way too. I it, can't justify it. It's so, the it's so much cheaper. It's so much yeah. cheaper. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but there used to be an aura about going to the stadium and seeing games, and it used yeah. to mean something. But with everything, I mean, I think if you pull, I'm sure there are polls out there, popularity polls, when it comes to the league and Goodell and his job, they can't be any good. Like everybody views his job as a joke at this point. The job that he's done, I don't think anybody really thinks the league's in a good place. I mean, in football, it's a winter league, and most of these stadiums are outdoors. I mean, Josh, I know, went to a Vikings game in Baltimore recently where it was snowing. Oh, yeah. It was snowing, yeah. wasn't it? It was. It was terrible. We, bar- I mean, we barely got there safely, and then we got there after the game started because the weather was so terrible, and then we had to freeze our rears off. Right. <laughs> yep. I, I, I've been to games bundled up big time, and, and the wind is still like your feet are frozen. I mean, in the, I mean it's and, an experience. And, yeah, and, it is. I, you know, but to Collins, but like I've okay, so I've done it. I've been to six or seven or eight, whatever games it is. Like I've been there and done that. I don't. It, there's really why yeah. is there why is it a draw to me to go to that no, crappy yeah. stadium in in Landover? I I understand you know? that entirely. I like I I think for instance, I I guess I'll equate it to going to concerts, which I don't do as much as I once did. But there are certain artists. There's probably yeah. a list of ten or twenty artists that for me personally, if I see them coming around. 
I will always go. Yeah, and I mean, I guess there's. I would probably say if there's like a um, a player that I'm really that I really enjoy watching, I would like to be able to say I went and saw them play yeah. live. But there's mm-hmm. just I don't know. There's just no one like that anymore yeah. for me. Fun fact: I was I was with Josh at the Redskins Vikings oh, game right. that, that he last attended. So we, 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 we watched. Uh, so that wasn't the last one. I, the last one I attended was the one where they where it snowed in Baltimore. But that no, was, no, no, but Red Redskins Vikings. Yes. Yeah, and we watched Brett Favre pull out a win uh, over the Redskins. So. God, that was a terrible game. That was <laughs> Donovan was. McNabb played quarterback. Mm. Yeah, against Brett Favre. Against it was Brett like Favre. it was like a, it was like a ten to six game or Favre's something like that. Favre's last year. So yeah, Adrian Peterson got hurt like the first quarter. Right. And then he retired. Right. And now he's a Redskin. Now he's a Redskin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of him, I mean, it was it was so predictable. I mean, he had the big first game and then he had the whole terrible second game and, and that, that's what he's going to be. He's going to have occasional big games, but mostly it's going to be 11 carries for 20 yards. I'll tell you it was not predictable to me that Washington would lose by lose that much. The Colts. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts. At yeah. home. At home. I I we were on the road. I was in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. so I uh, didn't actually see games. I just saw the highlights and the scores. Obviously, I was sitting there at a bar before we played, trying to get the scores and the fantasy updates and things like that to know where I stood. And when I saw that Redskins score, I was like, "Oh my God, what is this? Are we back to four and twelve? Are we back to?" I don't think they're five? very good. Yeah, I, but it's but in that division though, they may be just fine because I don't think it's a very special division. But but they, I mean, they beat the Cardinals in Week One, and the Cardinals look like one exactly. of the worst teams in football. I know. So um, really good pick by me and Josh. That's why I say. That's why I say. <laughs> and we, we picked the Texans too yeah. as, as a team to watch, and they're surprisingly zero yeah, two as well. Yeah. So. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is not giving me a lot of things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you. So your your uh, your bandmate Joe wore a Randy Moss jersey in Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. A, I forgot how to did, tell you. How that. did that turn yeah, out? We never did followed he, up on that. Did he get any comments uh, about his jersey? No, he didn't get any comments. But it was it was funny. We we thought we might get a because we it was right downtown and we thought, uh oh, this might be we're going to be antagonistic by doing this. But why the hell did he have a Randy Moss jersey? I have no idea. He doesn't even. I don't even think he knows what a football is. So he just he like a, picked that up at a secondhand just, shop somewhere. No, it, like like somebody gave it to him, I okay. think, and it's like an authentic and thing, and he just like stuck it in his bag, and I, I was like, what, what the hell? <laughs> so we, That's great. So we're in the middle of Philadelphia on Saturday night, and he's wearing a Randy Moss. I think it was a Randy Moss jersey. That's right? a weird. Yeah, yeah, it was. That'd be okay. a weird thing. To see. Also, would be a very weird thing to see Greg wearing one of his Browns. Or would you have like Brady Quinn? You have. Um, <laughs> It's like Who was the white Kaiser. rhino. What was the guy? Uh, Pey- Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Hillis. You have a Peyton Hillis jersey. Well, it's funny because when, when we went to that Redskins Vikings game, I yeah. wore this Your is during my Peyton Hillis jersey. And this was like when he was this was his blow up season with the Browns yeah. when he was like on everyone's helping everyone's fantasy team. So at that game, people were like Hillis, <laughs> yeah, Hillis. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got tons of reaction at the Redskins Vikings <laughs> game over my Hillis. Because of fantasy football, and he was everyone's surprising fantasy star. Uh, uh, are those season. your only two Browns jerseys? Uh, well, the, the, the Brady Quinn one was a gift right. from from my sister, sister right. at, at, for, at their wedding for being in their wedding. Um, the Hillis jersey, <coughs> my my buddy Wayne, uh, who who runs the Carroll County Times, he got me a Browns jersey with my last name on it, so it could never it could never really go right. out of style. Do you wear that? So, uh, very very. What's very, the very, number rarely. one? Number four. Is the number so <laughs> that's going to be inducted into uh, the ring of honor <laughs> yeah, one day yes but it should be for me putting up with watching the, their, their, crap. their crappy football for um for so long so, so you have three i think so yeah, yeah. 
Mm. Um, I, have a, I, have a, I have an old Bernie Kozar. It's not nice. it's, it's not a jersey, but it's like a jersey. It, 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 it's a jersey basically. Yeah. It's like, it's modeled after a jersey, and it's got the number nineteen on it yeah. in, in brown. So it's not a true jersey, but it kind of is. So, um, but. Uh, Josh's team and my team, they both replaced their kickers uh, this week. I know. They had to. Both of them had to. Yeah, because the Browns would be 2-0, and and they'd just been able to make a, two kicks, yeah. ba- uh, basically. And they'd be 2-0 and against two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, too, and, and Drew Brees and, ben, and your boy, Colin, Ben uh, <laughs> uh, Roethlisberger. So, um, so <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, what, who was, what was the story on this kid? Did they draft him, or was he? he was a, Zane Gonzalez was a seventh-round draft pick. Um, from appara- where? Uh, from Arizona State, I want to say, somewhere like that. That makes sense. I remember so, that name. Apparently, he was hurt d- uh, before the game. Right. And, and again, I'm going to get into this huge Jackson rant, but wh- why he saw his job with the, <laughs> with the record that he has. But um, <laughs> apparently, Hugh Jackson said yesterday that he didn't know about Zane oh, Gonzalez's injury. Ad- how do you admit that? Yeah. It's his job. That, it's his job to know that uh, uh, that the kicker's hurt and shouldn't be out there. Like, and even if the kicker wasn't saying anything, there had to have been some tip off in practice that that something was off or amiss. Or give something. me a break, though, Greg. Come on, some, co- head coaches right. don't give a rat's butt about <laughs> the kickers. They're not paying attention to kickers at practice. Well, That's true. right, and, and then and then it co- and then it costs some games. So it, it, it's his job. He, it's his job to know that, though. The, one yeah. of his, the one one of his players that plays an important role on the team is is, is hurt. Well, I guess so. the, the you're I agree 100 percent on that point, but I guess the pushback when it comes, you know, the sort of league wide idea of firing coaches. We talked about this, I think, after the first week they went 0 and 7, and now after week two, the the combined record of new coaches this year I think is two and twelve, maybe or three and eleven. I'm not sure, but um. You know, it's a hard job, <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. everybody thinks the answer is fire your coach after right. two years, and you know that doesn't work. You know, here's another interesting tidbit: the Browns last won a game on Christmas Eve, 2016. They beat the Chargers on a blocked field goal at the end of the game. That game was actually played on a Saturday. I remember that. I remember cheering for your boys so right. hard that day. It was a Saturday, so 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 just think about it though. That game was on a Saturday, so Hugh Jackson has yet to win a game on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Is is the as the Browns head coach, <laughs> and, and and he's in his third season. Like, how is he in his third season on the job? I mean, he he's coached the Browns. Well, that's that's fake news. That's one of those ESPN stats. He went three for eight on a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and even if he beats the Jet, your Jets, Colin, on Thursday, he still will not have won a game on, on a right, Sunday. Wait, all right. So Cleveland's now that that, that game, game, that's this game has now been broached. Is there going to be a friendly wager between the two of you? If the Browns win, Colin, you give Greg this. We bet we we, we, win, we bet Greg, dinners before. Colin actually bet on the Browns winning a game last year, and I I, I, did. I, I got a dinner off of them last well, year. Well, so. I'm looking up the spread. Like what's fo- what's popular? Cle- Cleveland's Cleveland. actually Cleveland's actually favored yeah, by by are. a couple points. So yeah, like um, let me let me. I mean, I'd I'd be willing to bet dinner. I'll, I'll, I'll put a dinner. Line. I'll put okay. a dinner uh, st- straight up because I'm not giving any no, points. No points. Right? Not, yeah. Oh well, that's then. What am I? Okay, well, it, so you're laying three. You're favored by three points. You you want you want points to to, be, to beat the Browns? Of course, I think Cleveland's going to win the game. He just said that. Okay. Um, Can I get the three? I will give you the three points. <laughs> this is what happened no, before. No, 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 because yeah, because he right because Colin lost because of a point spread, so it's only fair that I okay. reciprocate and give him the points. So okay. So, so din- a, a, a dinner and uh, on on 
the Browns Jets game. Dinner so. on the Browns Jets game. So you're you're off tomorrow, right? Correct. You're gonna watch it. Are you off tonight? No. Okay. Because I know you have things to do. I do have things to do. <laughs> so we uh, should move. We we gotta move on. What's yeah, next? We do. Um. No. 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 Well. Is it just football? <laughs> what What else do you want to talk about? Football, what, 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 what else? You, what else you guys got? I guess that's it, huh? We're really unprepared as usual. No, uh, we have Jason Fraley coming on in a couple <laughs> minutes. No, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from the weekend? Or is there? An, I mean, is 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 Tampa Bay that good? Oh, I got one. Well, uh, no, Dan. Uh, this is what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. I mean, he always gets off the crazy starts. <laughs> but Buffalo gave him a humongous contract, and he was a horrible quarterback uh, as soon as he signed the deal. That won't last. Yeah. W- I- woke up in Philly on Sunday to go to Brooklyn, and we were out to lunch, and they had the Philadelphia game on before we left for Brooklyn, and the reactions that that game they were got. losing big early, yeah right? <laughs> it was like yeah. oh my gosh like people in there everybody's got their philly jerseys on and it's philadelphia one of the you would think that after winning it that you would cool off and just be sort of like okay Never. go with the flow Didn't we got we got them? our championship yeah let's see how they do this year everything is gravy yeah from here on but no the Philly Philly fans are still as crazy as ever. Didn't right? they boo him after the first half of the Falcons game? I think they did. The they, uh, yes, like yeah, they that. did. You're right. I, I think one of us brought this up last. They they need Carson Wentz. I mean, Nick Foles yeah. is a service. Are they rushing him back? Ah, uh, because they lost they, that game. They, they could be. I mean, mm-hmm. they could be. Yeah, if they were two and zero, would he be playing this week? That's a good question. But they're uh, one and one. I'm, so. I'm not sure. So. I don't think he would be. No, no, no. But the question is, if 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 had they beaten yeah. Tampa, would he would he be playing this week? And and I'm, I'm not sure that he would. So. Mm. It's like keep 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 riding. I think it'll. I think they'll work. It'll work just fine. I don't think he's. I think he's probably healthy enough to play. Um, And and um, God, what's his name? The head coach. Peterson. Peterson's not stupid. He's he's not going to put him out there and have him be vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. I think it'll work. Yeah. Work out. Maryland finally showed who they were on Saturday. Maybe, yeah, I think they maybe they did. <laughs> it was only a matter of – poor Colin with his Bowling Green bet the week before, and then a week later Temple schools Maryland at Maryland. So yeah, They're back. And, why it again, can somebody please, please give me an update on where DJ Durkin is? I think – okay, so the report is supposed to be – today's the 19th. We're recording on the 19th. Right. And today is the day that the report is supposed to be due on – uh, Jordan McNair's death and the circumstances surrounding it. And that information is supposed to be revealed uh, to the press, I think, as well, sometime t- this evening. Hmm. Uh, and and that could spur a decision, finally, I would imagine, within the next couple of weeks. Now, I don't know how long this other investigation is going to go on. I don't think anyone knows because they have, like, 85 people on the board that's making <laughs> that are determining what to do about it, including one, Doug Williams, who's kind of busy right now with the Washington <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> Worrying about how to get fans in his stadium. Yeah, so, so um, I don't, I don't know. I think this Dirk and th- how long does this thing drag out? I, I mean, how long do you guys think he's going to be in limbo? Uh, Are they going to pay him for the whole year and uh, then wait for the season to end and then say for, for some You're reason gone. for some reason I think they're just waiting for some report to like say they should fire him yeah. to I, justify uh, it. Basically, but, uh, I mean, at this point, we're three weeks into the season. We're going into week four. I mean, can they look good? At the, I don't right. know that they can look good. Let's say they get the report and then immediately fire him. Okay, you're going to have a lot of people who now, say you should have fired him right it, away. That's the point. Like, even if they fire him in November, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not going to look good. I bet he I bet he is still the head coach until the season is over, in name, and then they fire him. 
I bet a lot more people will be mad. At that. I think that's what's going to happen, depending on what these results. Like, I okay, so the results on the Jordan McNair thing are coming out now. Um, maybe it depends on what the reaction is to that. If it's bad enough, then they probably will fire him right away. Mm-hmm. But if it's not as bad as you think, um, then I think they would just want this thing to play out and let it. Uh, sort of people start to forget about it a little bit and then wait until the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think I, Josh, I think, hit it. They're trying to see if they, there's a way out of this. They could like let it blow over and like let Dirk and uh, I, I, I can't see how he would yeah. remain on as the coach because it's always just going to be uh, right. there. But but maybe if they can give it a little time and, the, and see what sort of reaction this, maybe the report will say Durkin wasn't it? Maybe it would be a good report for uh, for for Durkin. I mean, it's hard to imagine that, but 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 <laughs> maybe there will be some <laughs> exonerating uh, detail in the report. So, but they did um, look like crap. I mean, I think what I read was they had two offensive linemen starting. Both their tackles were hurt, and I was watching the game. I didn't know that when I started watching it. They couldn't run the ball a lick, mm. and that's what they've been doing. Mm. So I don't know how long if these guys stay out, man. They're in trouble because they look terrible against who a team that was and, winless. And now they're playing a undefeated team Minnesota. in Minnesota, Minnesota who comes in with right. an unbeaten. And they and those games are always close with Maryland. So. Well, that's that's the perfect segue though. How ungodly awful is the Big Ten? That you know, our our editor Chris Kinsler has been screaming about this for months, and I've just been like, stop talking, right. but. He's right. He's, yeah, he's Greg been, was going off about this too. Over yeah, the weekend. Ne- ne- Nebraska lost to Troy. <laughs> Mar- Maryland lost to Temple. Rutgers got smoked by Kansas. Uh, by hardly Kansas. A, Did uh, they have Joel Embiid play? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Illinois lost to South Florida. South Florida is a credible program, but, but BYU beat Wisconsin. BYU beat Wisconsin. Number, the number like five team yeah. in the country. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So but, like it's it's just. It's bad. I I mean I the Penn State almost lost to Appalachian State uh, at the opening weekend. Uh, the only one you really believe uh, Michigan doesn't look good. The only oh, one Ohio really, State had a good win over TCU in in on a neutral field. Yeah, you only oh, really right. believe in Ohio State, but you don't want to like them because of Mister yeah. the, the Urban Meyer. Said he did an interview with Tom Rinaldi. I don't know if you guys saw that. I and, read about and, it, and Rinaldi pressed him pretty hard. And some of his answers were like, "Oh, okay," but some of them were like, eh. "Why would you agree to that?" Right? Well, yeah, that's, he's he's been so bad this whole time. Whenever he's been in front of cameras or microphones or whatever. That why would they advise him to go talk to somebody? Continue talking can, to, yeah. about this. He, that's ego. Yeah, it's ego. I he, guess you're right. He thinks that he can. He said he wanted. He said he wanted to set the record straight and, and make sure everyone knew he didn't condone um, domestic yeah. domestic yeah, violence. He just comes or, off looking or, like or more of a jerk yeah. right. every time he opens his mouth. Right. I shouldn't have hired him. I yeah, did not have I sex with. Him. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that Bill Clinton? Exactly, Bill. It's sort of a Bill Clinton impression. So, um, roll tide. Roll Tide, roll Razorbacks, <laughs> he was man. A, he was Arkansas. Ar- Ar- yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. You know what I want to talk about? Sui. <laughs> uh, going back to the, the leg, if we can, I think Pittsburgh's done. <laughs> I think man, Pittsburgh's done. we have to talk done. about them, right? We have to because Antonio Brown comes in. He says, trade me. I love that tweet, by the way. I love that tweet. Yeah, he was responding to somebody who said that – who previously he, worked he's in been, Pittsburgh. He's, he's been made by Roethlisberger. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Bell's at Permani Brothers sucking down sandwiches. He's like, apparently, yeah, he's apparently vacationing somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably well. And, and what, what have I been telling you guys about the Steelers' defense too? It, it's not good. Oh, it's not yeah, good. At yeah, all. and, and, Ben's when, older. and when, when they play like a legitimate offense like Kansas City, they're they're going to look terrible. Yeah, so. but guys, it doesn't. They're going to make the playoffs on sheer talent alone. I they will make know. it because the AFC is just not good. 
Not if they trade Antonio Brown. They're not going to trade him. Could, yeah. You could get um, Baker Mayfield for him. Oh, I just saw something online. I was like, what would you trade? What would you try to trade for Antonio Brown? Like, what would he be worth? What would he be worth? What would be a good deal? How many first round picks? I'd say two. I, I'd say uh, two. I two think would a, be the max. Two first yeah. round picks and a second or something like that. <laughs> if you look at if you look at the deal that in the, the Khalil Mack trade, like Khalil Mack could not have played better for the Bears. <laughs> oh my uh, God. And, that guy's scary and, good in his first two games. <laughs> like he, like if you were going to make a debut for a team, like it could not be better than than he's going to carry. Two, he will carry them to the playoffs this year. That's right. one of my the, predictions because their offense isn't very good. Like Trubisky's okay. <laughs> they can run the ball. I saw them right. ask uh, John John Gruden. Am I, am I getting the right Gruden? Jay. Jay's Jay. In, in Washington. I saw them ask John Gruden uh, if he regretted it, regretted trading him after the game on Monday night. And, of course, John Gruden's like, ah, I don't care. It's all right. <laughs> These guys all sound like Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a southern accent. <laughs> We'd love to have him here, but he's I, I, not I here. like that that's Collins' voice for everyone. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> right. They made a mistake. Yeah. They made a mistake. Hey, they, Jay-Z, what do, you, what do you think of the NFL? <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the Pittsburgh, Patty Mahomes. Yeah, how about it? That kids, is he gonna cool down? Yes, I think. I, I, it's yeah, only a matter we're, of time. We're we're overreact. I mean, he's been he's been excellent. I I think yes. he could be the real deal. I'm not I'm not denying that, but it's like we need to calm down. It's there's been, got there's it, not it, enough it, tape it, on him it, yet. It's been it's been two games. Once he plays enough, and people start figuring out what. Well, Andy Reid has, has done a really nice job with him. Let's say that, and the kid is making the throws. But Andy you got to figure he's man. gonna he's gonna have a couple of stinkers. Some of defenses are gonna catch up a little bit. He's gonna play better defenses eventually, and they're gonna scheme to do things that he's not ready for. And then he's gonna come down to earth. But I think he is a big talent, and I think he is gonna be one of the next sort of the next gen. Like you know, I think kids are gonna love watching him play because he's got this huge arm. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's really fun. He's got mm-hmm. some wild hair. You know, <laughs> kids like that kind of stuff. So I think he's in that next gen of quarterbacks that are sort of going to be the face but of the we've league. We've seen so many guys that have gotten off to great starts. Ryan Fitzpatrick and and then Flub. We've so we've I seen, loved his outfit. The the, the Sean Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. So cool. they, they asked him what's real, and he said the he said his the chest, chest hair. hair the chest hair was real. So he looked like he looked like Conor McGregor just walked into an NFL so locker good. room. Yeah, so Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. That gets lost. That they yeah. really because he can't. He's not. He can't win. He's not he the greatest. Not the greatest dad, but he is a good football coach. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, wow. So. that's and, the headline. And Andy Reid will that's not be. Spo- proven, he yeah. will not be sponsoring this podcast anytime <laughs> soon. There goes Andy Reid as a guest. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. He was. He was in line next to Jeff Perlman. Right. We're gonna have him on. <laughs> we'll see. I'm getting through. I'm right, almost but, done with that but, book. I mean, guys have gotten off the great starts and flopped. Guys have gotten off the slow starts. Blake Bortles and are, are, are coming around. <laughs> slow starts. So, that's like five years. Yeah, but but but, but 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 he's playing well all of a sudden. And, and Jacksonville Woo! is it, after just beating New England. They might be the best. They might be the best team in the AFC. Jacksonville. So. You did not think they could follow it up, did you? And look what they did. Look what they they're the they're for real. Well, they're. I mean, they're similar to my team. That there was no turnover there. Yeah. They have basically the exact same team coming back. I think they had their number one receiver, Marquise Lee. And he, got he was hurt. out. Fournette, Fournette yeah. and Marquise Lee, their number one receiver and their number one too. running back didn't even play, and they, yeah. and they put it on the Patriots. I mean, they have T.J. So. Eldon's a really good backup running back right. or second running back. And so, I mean, that's you know they have continuity. That's, the, coach is, the coach is really good there. That defense is going to be good for – you know, a handful of years here. They're like almost the next Seahawks or something like yeah. that. How about how about Josh Gordon to the Patriots? You yeah, how th- about that? You got to think he's gonna he's just gonna fall right into line, right? How do you yeah. feel about it, Greg? You're the one that we need to ask. To me, it's like Randy Moss going there. Yeah. That's what it feels he, it's, like. It it definitely has the potential to be that, but you got to remember, Josh Gordon is like one of the most undisciplined people 
walking people change walking, in New England. They, they do. But he's still dragging his baggage into right. the building. I think there. That's how much baggage he has. He, he, he's a he's a he's a ba- he's a bad route runner. Apparently, uh, Todd Haley, the Browns offensive coordinator, was dressing him down in practice for running sloppy routes. He's not dependable, obviously. And the, and the Patriots, they don't. I mean, they could use him, but but they don't need is him. Is that just I mean, him being lazy, though? Because he's like, this is a Browns. Like, yeah, maybe somebody of, gets him in line. Maybe, maybe there's some of that, but like he's 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 not a dependable. He's yeah. undisciplined. Sure. Not dependable. And now he's going to like the most disciplined oriented well, culture there is in the in the league so we can agree that this is his last chance if, if it's not going to work in new england it's not going to work anywhere for so, him so so I, I i could see it I, i'd say it's 50 50 whether it works out i, I could yeah, I, I, I could see 50/50. the patriot i could see the patriots cutting him after two weeks yeah, and they would have only given up a fifth round pick so it's or, like, right no it's, it's definitely worth it uh, for them or i could see gordon being a randy moss type player for i mean him, that's the so. thing if you you got to just recall how many years ago was it that he he led the NFL in yard receiving yards, and he only played in f- like fourteen games or something like that. I mean, right? He's, he had like fifteen hundred yards. It's it like Brian Hoyer f- f- and five years ago. God knows who else. I'm, 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 I'm honestly fine with the Browns. It's been it, they 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 gave Gordon six years mm-hmm. of, of of roller coaster. It, it was time to get off the merry-go-round. What about – wasn't there the word that he had, like, had a hamstring injury that he didn't report until late, apparently and now was, apparently, apparently he passed was, his physical and was completely fine? Apparently he was doing some <laughs> photo shoot late Saturday night was or late Friday night, was late to the team Saturday morning, and, and the team was fed up with him at that point, and they just said, we're cutting you. No, that's so, what it had to do with, like, an injury. Apparently – some people said he pulled a hamstring at this – whatever photo shoot <laughs> he was doing, so – um, he's well, practicing his routes. Well, he had to get better at him. Right. Was... So, so I, I could see it working, but I could just as easily see him lasting three games with the Patriots. I mean, you, you just don't know with that guy. So, what do we think about Baltimore taking a step back? Is Cincinnati that good? Well, this is a result of Baltimore playing a JV team in Week One. They played the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills, who were who will probably get better, but they were they were oh, they're well, terrible they, they don't have to get better well, they, it's gonna be hard for them to get worse is my point <laughs> like that's how bad they were to start the season they'll be they'll be fine and they'll contend for a playoff right. spot so all right before we go Colin, because i do have places to go and people to see yeah. um i just wanted to note that the orioles have set a franchise record now for wanted, uh, i'm wearing my shirt and i wanted to get to that they, yeah. they, they lost their 108th game of, of, of the year uh, i think it was was it last night it was last night or, yep so they the Orioles have now set a, a new mark for franchise futility with their loss to the Blue Jays. So, All right. Was, is that the last thing we were going to mention? Yeah. Well, I was going to say the Nats are still in it. They're only six back. God. Yeah, it was like two weeks happening. to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I'll piggyback on to Greg, and I'll start the uh, things we're looking forward yeah. to. or what, what do we call this segment usually? It's uh, seen or, seen seen or, or to, be be seen. to be seen. Sorry. Oh, yeah. man. I so like catchy. To be, to be seen <laughs> on the heels of what we just talked about with the Orioles. I have a, co- a former friend, a college friend, um, who uh, wrote a book about the 1988 Orioles. His name's Ron Snyder. I went to college with him at Towson. Um, he's worked in the uh, – he, he worked as a journalist for many years. Um, now he works for, I think, Maryland State Police. But he writes books as well in his spare time. And then one of his passion projects was to document and write about the 1988 Orioles. Um, so the book's not coming out until April next year, I think. Um, so April 2019. Did Jeff Seidel or Todd Karpovich write a book about the 88 Orioles? They did not. Okay, just checking. Um so anyway, I just wanted to put that out there because that was fitting with uh, the topic of discussion. So, Colin, there we go. I, I think Colin, our answers have to be the same, right? Yeah, uh, that, that's b- where Browns, I was Browns, Jets, Thursday that's night. Where I was going. Especially S- not Sam, Sam Darnold playing the team that that that, that passed, passed him, at, on that him. passed on him at number one. Not about that. So, He's going to be angry. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm actually, so. I actually am excited to watch a Browns game. Are you? Because you of working? you guys. 
Are you working? But the, pro- the problem is it's on NFL Network, and and, and here at the News Post, we, we don't get yeah. it. So you you have to stream it on your phone uh, if you're capable of doing That's that. You you're, you can do that, right? Because you're you're, 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 you're a Sunday ticket. I am. Customer, but like all kinds so. of crap happened with uh, our Directv um, uh, account, and we I can't get online access to my to Directv for some reason recently. And and they're one of those companies. That if you go talk to them, you're gonna you gotta like budget three hours of your life <laughs> to talk to them about changing your password so you get your digital access. So I haven't done it yet. All right. Well, thank you everyone for budgeting forty five minutes, forty to forty five minutes of your life to listen to us, and we'll be back with you next week. Just another sports podcast.